For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What I can assure you all of is that the president knows General Milley. He has been chairman of the Joint Chiefs for almost eight months of his presidency. They've worked side by side through a range of international events. Uh, and the president has complete confidence in his leadership, his patriotism, and his fidelity to our Constitution. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Gonna barf. Gonna barf. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. God, that chick's full of crap, isn't she? God, she's just a river of bull crap, isn't she? His patriot, his fidelity, his fidelity. Meaning like what, Chris, his loyalty? Let me get my thesaurus. You know, what a, she is just, I, I you know, I, I, this is Sean's show. Hi, I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. <laughs> I see Don and I see Chris. Yeah, I don't see any of you people, but I know you're out there. And the phone lines are open, 210 I, 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 you know, I really don't even watch the, the press conferences anymore with Jen Psaki crap there because she's just, she is, she's a river of bull crap, man. She just lies, man. She lies. She just lies, lays lies upon lies. It must be hard to be her. Now, what am I saying? I'm sure she loves her stinking job and thinks she's really great at it. But man, is she a river of bull crap. She really is. Uh, yeah, Mark Milley, you know, he's, he's a traitor. <laughs> he's a traitor, man. He called China. He called China, apparently, according to Bob Woodward and that other guy, Robert Costa, I guess. Uh, in, uh, in, in their new offering, which is going to be released at some point, they're, they're trying to sell lots of books. So, you know, they put, the, put out the most bombastic stuff initially. And, uh, you know, uh, Mark Milley, uh, made two calls, apparently, uh, to, to his counterpart in China in the final days of the Trump administration, uh, after, I think, January 6th, saying, uh, you know, if, if he's gonna nuke you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a heads up. <laughs> Jeez. And according to Bob Wood, and I, I, I think we, and the, and the way the, the spin is that, you know, Donald Trump was so, unpredictable and childish and crazy that yeah and and uh, was it joy behar who was going off on this on the view on the puke yesterday i, I think trey said uh well and, uh, this is this is this is how they're spinning this stuff that donald trump was just so out of control that they had to do what they had to do uh including uh according to bob and and so with the book and, and we were talking earlier and and certainly it's going to be anti-trump at the end of the day, at the end end of the day, but the, they're putting this stuff out because the moron crowd will now buy this book because the moron crowd are swallowing this stuff, hook, line, and sinker. They're swall- They're they're using all the marbles, baby, and we'll talk about marbles in a little bit. <laughs> Everybody needs a hobby, and uh, that Donald Trump is so nuts that General Milley had to do what he did, you know, to just keep the country safe. 
even though by calling China in that way, pretty much endangered the country. Because God knows what they could have done. According to Bob Woodward and Robert Costa, they, he also uh, made his top military guys, you know, the joint, joint chiefs and his top military officials, uh, swear an oath, essentially, that uh, no matter what Donald Trump told them to do, they wouldn't do anything until, you know, Mark Milley told them to. So he's, he's a freaking traitor. And Donald Trump said as much already. But, again, the moron crowd, the marble people, as we'll start, maybe we'll start calling them. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about your general moron, okay? Because a lot of them, if you are a Democrat and you hand them a, a bag of marbles, we'll get there, man. Uh, Nicki Minaj, you got to love her, man. I'm suddenly a fan. Uh, you know, so Mark, the fact that, and so to listen to Jen Psaki prattle on about his fidelity, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, what a blithering a-hole she is. She really is, man. That chick is so full of crap. But I guess the ends justify the means. You know, the ends justify the means with that whole crowd. That's why the morons uh, don't care about the law, don't care about treasonous acts by, you know, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Because, you know, Donald Trump was just so crazy and awful and mean, he might have bombed China. Why the hell would he have done that? Why would he have done that? What the hell would that have accomplished? Oh, I lost an election. I think I'll bomb China. Right, because that makes sense. First off... I, I'm not so sure. I, I still don't believe he did lose that election. And it's not because I'm a sore loser. It's because I think you creeps cheated, man. Because that's the only way Democrats stay in power, apparently, is they got to freaking cheat. They can't make a freaking argument for anything. So they got to cheat. Why do you think we got 10,000 Haitians under a bridge in Del Rio? Future voters, man. Fast track them, man. Make them citizens. It's like a whole damn city down there, man, underneath that bridge. Is that the... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm hitting adolescence, and I'm just hitting puberty. My voice is changing finally. It's like a city. Peter Brady over there. It's like a city. I remember that episode. Yeah. There's 10,000 of them. Marbles. Um, well, let's just get to the marble thing, all right? Because that's cut to the chase. And we'll talk about breastfeeding, all right? Because that was a winner on this, this morning on the Wearing Rhymes show. So that's your show today. <laughs> Marbles and breasts. Marbles and boobs, right. man. It's all coming right for you. Nicki Minaj, uh, you know, and this is a, gra- this is a great line because she's, you know, suddenly the voice of reason. I, I said yesterday, the other day that, you know, f- for, for once, Nicki Minaj is like the smartest person in the room. She's off Twitter, y'all. Uh, she's gone, she's off Twitter. She says that they put her in Twitter jail. They say they didn't. She's been invited to the White House to discuss, well, Joe wants to sniff her hair, perhaps. You know, I think that's probably what he wants to do. He wants to talk about, you know, the vaccine with her. (laughs) If you don't take the vaccine, you ain't black. Could you imagine him, like, whispering that in her ears? He's got his hands all over her shoulders. If you don't take the vaccine, you ain't black. Sister. Um, so Nicki Minaj tweets, because we have this back and forth with, uh, it was a Joy, uh, um, 
already went. Joy Reid, yeah. I can't speak to, agree with, even look at someone from a particular political party. People aren't human anymore. If you're black and a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your... <laughs> well, this is... It's brilliant. If a Democrat... If you're black and a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your... Woo-hoo, you simply have to. If another party tells you to look out for that bus, stand there and get hit. <laughs> that's per- That's it. Finally, the truth... The truth, man. That's precisely what it is. She just perfectly described, not only did she describe the Democratic Party's uh, feelings about black people in general, but she also just perfectly described what I call the moron crowd. Right, Chris? Because, you know, if Fauci came out and said, the best way to fight COVID is to put, uh, you know, put marbles in your butt, (laughs) you know what I mean? People are like, hey, hey, just put the damn marbles up your butt. You know, I mean, that's how they'd react. You know what I mean? That's how your average moronic Democrat would react. And look at look at how how they are with the max with the vaccines and the masks. Oh, just put the damn mask on. Just put it on. You're killing people. Just put the marbles up your butt. <laughs> and hey, months, you got to put some more up your butt. You need some booster marbles. People would do it. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about, man. You know it's true. <laughs> well, someone out there saying, that's not true. Oh, lost one. Because <laughs> they would, because you're idiots. You just, you just are, man. And if you're black, man, you stay on that plant. You stay on the political plantation, man. You you don't, you know, you know, they're some of the most racist pigs on the face of the earth. They really are, man. <laughs> she probably helped a lot of people out because people have lost their marbles. Well, maybe you should check. <laughs> maybe you should check. Maybe you should check the caboose there. <sighs> She's absolutely right, man. Two one zero five nine nine. I know people who would tweet, like, would post that on Facebook the very next day. Put the marbles up. <laughs> Put the marbles up my butt. We can do this. Got, they the, get like, <laughs> got the picture frame and everything. I wish Morgan was listening. They, they, they get, they'll get these profile borders, you know, <laughs> this pain look in their face. Do you know where your marbles are? We can do this. They're up my butt. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. That's it. Morgan missed. I'm going to win a freaking broadcasting award or get fired for what I just did. Probably. Well, we were just saying, you know, if Fauci came out and said the way to properly fight COVID is to put marbles up your butt, you know, people would start, well, you know. Right. We can do this. Right. All right. Uh, two Mad Don't. dash to the toy department at Walmart. You got any marbles? Don't get the regular ones. Get the shooters. <laughs> Put the marbles up your butt. Get a popper. Put, Put the damn marbles up your butt. All right. 210 It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Now, if a liberal idiot calls me up, they're, they're going to be a marble butt. Got another marble butt online, too. Um, 210-599-5555. Actually, here's Ted. Ted, how you doing? Um, John, Nicki Minaj has essentially launched a comedy gold bottomless well material <laughs> for everything. Think about this. If I'm a political cartoonist right now, I'm drawing Joe Biden standing at a podium with an empty thought bubble and Jim Saki behind him on her hands and knees sweeping up marbles falling out of his pants. <laughs> I mean, I've got the, marbles, the hashtag, champ. The hashtag, this is the 2022 battle cry for the for the Republicans. Lose your marbles. <laughs> That's it's perfect. Lose your marbles, man. I mean, it's no more Wolverines. Now it's lose your marbles, you marbleheads. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Ted. Bye. Oh, God. Uh, Talk about analogy. Right. Brilliance. Absolute brilliance. I never thought much of her until this moment, really. I mean, that, that, when I saw that, I saw that line last night, I'm like, oh, God, that's beautiful. And the other half of it, and then I'll talk about breastfeeding, and the other half of it, is, you know, if a, if a Republican basically tells you to get get out of the way of the bus, you're supposed to stand there and let it hit you because <laughs> you can't do anything there's they tell you to do. Anyway, uh, 210-599-5555. This, uh, this came up on, on Wear and Rhyme like, pretty early on in the show. And it's not a big deal. It's not something I sit and think about, you know. It doesn't beset my mind. But when a breastfeeding in public story uh, comes up, pops up, whatever you want to say, you know, I uh, I got to I got to say something about it, and, I, and and I'll tell you why here in a second. But we have a woman in Anna Cortez, Washington, and she's got a I think a three day old baby, four days old. Her name is Ruby. Kid's name is Rhett. Uh, hubby, hubby's name is Aaron. And they're meeting some relatives for dinner at a place called Greek Islands Restaurant. Do you think they serve the odd gyro? And, uh... <laughs> Damn it, Sean, it's gyro, you idiot. No, you know, whatever. They serve it gyro round. Gyro round. Uh, you know, so I, they're there, and they get there, and she said the kid's hungry. Before they go in. She says, I made sure to get a good latch before we went in, and then I covered and everything, and we sat facing the wall. Got a good latch there. And uh, and I guess uh, the owner of the place came over and, and uh, told him to leave and never come back. And so she was upset. She says, my choice to breastfeed my child. My, listen to this, though. My choice... To breastfeed my child in that restaurant was the reason my entire family was thrown out. And then she says, it sucked. Interesting term to use at that particular moment for that story. Uh, and then there was a big protest, you know, a bunch of uh, upset moms, you know, uh, Prius, you know, picketed outside the restaurant. <clears throat> uh, said the owner called their kids snot-nosed brats. Never come in and breastfeed again. And uh, you know, I, so I, 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 I'm going to throw my opinion out there, and then we'll take a break, and you can you know call me up and tell me how awful I am. Um, 
I, you know, my daughter's mom, you know, my ex-wife, we, we got through the breastfeeding days without ever having to breastfeed in public. How do we accomplish that? Well, we prepared. She, she used the breast pump, and we always had, you know, extra milk either in the freezer or ready to go in the fridge. So if we had to go someplace with our infant baby, there was something to feed her. Never had to do it in public. Not once. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people do it. I'm frankly, I'm sorry. I, a lot, I, I don't know why so many. I, I've, I've seen people who do, who, women who do it, who, and they're obviously trying to get a reaction. You know, I was at a hamburger joint a couple of years ago, and there's a chick, you know, with one out right next to the condiment island. I'm going for the ranch, and it's like, ah, God, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned, and it's like it's a decorum thing. Yeah. You know, that's, I'm not saying it's icky and wrong, and it's not beautiful and natural, but, you know, it, it's, you can prepare. You don't have to do it, man. I mean, nobody has to do it. You, you know, you, we didn't ha- we didn't do it once. Right, Chris? I mean, you had the same situation. You, never, you never had to because we prepared. So call me up and tell me what a sexist, patriarchal pig I am. I'd be willing to say most restaurants have a policy against outside food. <laughs> no. Oh, God, he did it again. <laughs> Give that man an award. Because yeah. I was going to say no shirt, no service, but, you know, <laughs> no outside food. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> or just once do it, you know, when you're sitting there and get a cup of coffee and, hey, honey, no. <laughs> oh, All right, 210-599. We're going to get some calls. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and go right to the phones. Breastfeeding in public. What do you think? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. What a show so far. We're going to take some breastfeeding calls here because I, I we were talking about this woman in Washington State who was at a Greek restaurant. She's got a four-day-old kid. Takes out a boob, starts feeding a kid. R- restaurant owner tells her to leave, never come back. And so it's led us, led us into this discussion. Which you know, and, I, and I'm after the Nicki Minaj thing. You know, it's, it's been a hell of a ride so far for the first forty minutes of this gig. But isn't it refreshing to take a break from all the awfulness in the world once in a while? And talk about breastfeeding. Uh, so you know, and I, my position was, you know, it, when my daughter was, you know, that age, we got through that entire chapter of our existences as parents without ever having to do it in public because we prepared, right? Why aren't people able to do, able to do that? I, I mean, I and and Chris and I were talking like people say, "Well, what's wrong with it? It's beautiful and natural." I'm not saying it's not beautiful and natural. I'm just saying, like when I was at the hamburger place, and there's somebody right there next to the condiment aisle. It's like, <laughs> in other words, it, it, here's what. And I'll, I'll take a call. We're, we're going to talk to Carol first. Carol, hang on. 
you know, manners and the whole concept of manners, which is, you know, I know I sound like a pig on the air, but off the air, I'm a fairly polite dude for the most part. At the heart of the idea of manners is respecting other people and considering other people. Right? One could argue that picking your nose is very natural, all right? But you're not going to do it, you know. <laughs> you're not going to do it at Ruth's Chris, you know, when you're sitting there eating your $90 soup, you know. Just saying. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. Carol, how are you? Hi, good morning. What are you thinking? Um, I just want to say my last three sons, I breastfed them. I had a hard time with them. I'm having trouble hearing you there. Are you on, are you on speaker? No, no, I was okay. Hold on just a second. I was on on Bluetooth. So hold right. on just a second. Okay. We'll wait. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My my last three sons, I breastfed them, and I rode the bus. But whenever I breastfed them, I would cover up because I didn't want nobody to see me breastfeeding my children. But I would cover up because I don't particularly care for, to have a woman breastfeeding out in public with her breast all out. Yeah. No, I, just, I concur. It's just, you know. Because it's just, a, to me, even though I'm a woman, it's a, I, I, I feel uneasy about it. It's kind of offensive to me also. But I just feel, why should I have to go to another room while you breastfeed your child? <laughs> right. You know, just, just it's, it's, you know, I don't know. To me, it's a respect thing, I guess. I, I, Carol, thank you so much for your honesty. I appreciate it. You know, I'm just saying, I, maybe it's just the era in which I grew up in, right? You know? No, hell, that's not that's not what it is at all. You know, you, you know what it is? Because we live in a society right now where you, it, this ethic kind of runs through everything, and I think a lot of this has come out of social media and sort of the inherent narcissism of social media. If I can't do whatever I want to do, wherever the hell I want to do it, then I'm being oppressed. It's patriarchy, you know, or whatever the hell. Just saying, man. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm the weird guy. Say hello to the weird guy. I don't know. Here's Juan. Juan, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. I wanted to comment on that breastfeeding issue in public. Sure. Well, uh, I mean, if you're eating your steak, you know, don't blow your nose, and then you know, don't take your breath out, you know, because you're paying. You know, there's a right time to do it and not to do it. I mean, go to the well, bathroom. Why do people, you but know, I mean. Also, there's guys out there that, that I know some of them, they get horny. Oh, God. Horny All right, thanks, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. No, we're not, we're not, no, we're not going there. I'm, I, to me, again, it's, it's, why do you have to? Because especially when you have an infant, which are the ones who would be, you know, because if you're breastfeeding an adolescent, there's something wrong inherently there, you know. If your kid's nine, you know, I'm just saying. But, uh, you know, you're, you're dealing with it. And, my God, I, I just remember when my kid was a baby, right, you have to plan everything. Why? Because that's a baby. <laughs> you got a little baby wavy, man, and you got you to plan ahead. It's called being a parent. I'm just, I, I guess I, I keep going back, and I'm going to spend the whole damn show on this, because we got to get back to Nicki Minaj, right? 
I'm just saying, how did, how did, and you know, I know Chris is the same way. How do we get through that chapter of, of parenting and never have to do it in public? Why aren't people capable of that now? That's all I'm saying. It's legal. You could do it. I don't give a crap, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I'm just telling you my opinion. That's all. Is, uh, Lupe. Lupe, how you doing? Good morning. Hey. Yes. Well, uh, my comment is the most natural thing that God could give us for the benefit of the children. If there was no breastfeeding, there'd be no human beings around the world. I'm not saying uh, don't breastfeed. I understand, but still, uh, why would a grown man with good morals or a good mind think of such a thing as a sexual... I'm Nobody's sexualizing it, man. Oh, it always I'm, goes I'm there. It's like nobody is sexualizing it. No, what that man just said was... Well, was that guy, we cut him off. That guy was being a jerk. No, we're not... I'm not I'm, that's I'm not me. Oh, no, I'm not saying you, sir. No, no I mean the people calling in and... Uh, well, that, that's the only guy that said anything like that in the, the entire day we've been talking about it. So, Right, right. Well, I mean, I myself, I don't think it's wrong as long as the woman covers herself with uh, a, a I, back then with, with a diaper or something. I mean, well, I, again, I just always go back to you never really, if you're, if you're thinking ahead, again, you, why would you ever have to do it in public? Uh, why do babies poo-poo in public when, when they feel like Yeah, but you know what? You're going to change a diaper at the table? You're going to hoist the kid's ass up there on the uh, on the table there while you're eating your uh, roadhouse there? No, you don't, do you? All right, I got to go. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know, there's all kinds of damn things that are beautiful and natural in their naturality. It don't mean I want you doing it next to the condom, the condiments aisle. <laughs> it doesn't mean I want you doing it next to the ketchup bottle. Doesn't mean it smells beautiful. Right. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, man. We got no manners anymore. We just got no manners. People just got no manners. You know, that's what it really comes down to. It's all about me. It's all about me and what I want to do and my emotional health and, you know, and don't oppress me. Don't go all patriarchal on me. Blah, blah, stinking blah. 210-599-5555. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to take one more call on this. I'm going to come back. Talk about some other stuff. Talk about this woman in, in uh, Washington State kicked out of a restaurant for breastfeeding her child, her little critter. And we've had way too many dudes calling up on this. Here, here's a, here's Gina. Gina, how you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Great. What are you What are you thinking? So, when you were speaking to that last gentleman, and I'm sorry, I'm at work and I'm popping in and out of uh, listening because. I'm at work. Right. But I heard the, you tell the last gentleman when you said uh, feeding, breastfeeding a baby at the table was poor planning. And he said, well, you know, how do you – he said it's just like when a child goes to the bathroom. And you said, yes, but you don't change the diaper at the table. Well, I, I was kind of being funny because nobody would ever do that anyway. Right. But you do feed your baby at a table. 
Well, yeah. So for a mother to feed her baby at the table is totally normal and acceptable. It, regardless of whether you find it acceptable or not, that is what the table is for, for feeding, eating. Yeah, I think you're missing my point, though, because what I it, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. OK, what I'm saying is that you 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 don't have to do it that way. How do we how did you know, I mean, I understand it's my choice, my baby, and uh, I'm going to feed my baby at the table and blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, you know, nobody would ever have to do that. Would you agree there? Well, no, because have you how hands on were you when your daughter was a newborn? Very. Okay. So how often was she hungry? Every two hours? Well, it didn't really matter because we always had the milk with us if we were out. But but not everybody wants to use a, But again, a you're making a choice. Right. Right. It is a choice. The baby's hungry, and I'm going to nurture my baby and feed my baby. God <sighs> I, I really don't think you're – I really way. still don't think you're seeing my point. Okay. Again, it's 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 this idea that I should be able to do whatever I want to do wherever I want to do it, and nobody else's opinion or reaction matters at all. Well, it does matter to no. them, but it's not going to affect how I choose to live my life and nurture my. But that's baby. the point. See, it's kind of the point. If they don't like it, they can leave. Again, that's the point. It's but their problem. Okay it's their way. issue. Your choice has nothing to do with it, right? But you're okay with that when it comes to masks. If you don't want to be in a building where people aren't wearing masks, then you can leave. Like, if you're going to be my body, my choice. Yeah, but you don't have to breastfeed in a restaurant. If I'm going to go into a restaurant, sometimes I have to wear the mask. And you don't have to go into a public place that doesn't require masks. Well, then we should all just stay home so you can do whatever you want, right? No, we should all be respectful. But you're not being respectful of anybody else in the restaurant. That's absolutely untrue. How is it not true? How is it not true? does not hurt. Okay, so your opinion on it is all that matters, and yet you somehow still believe that you're respecting other people around you. Okay, I'm wrong. Tell me how it's damaging. It's not about whether it's damaging or not. It's the idea that your interpretation is the only... No, no, it's, it's it's the idea that your interpretation is the only one that matters. Your logic is like a puzzle. It ebbs and flows. Your your response is like a puzzle that somebody just threw in the air. And all the pieces just scatter everywhere. You're 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 totally missing my point. Because you have no point. Be, oh, okay, no cuz I have no point, okay. Because you say I have no point. Again, your opinion matters. It means that's all that matters is your opinion cuz you're not seeing the point. You're Therefore, right. I don't it's have your one. Your opinion that matters and that's all. Oh god. Only you and your I know you are, but what am I? And you always say... I know you are, but what uh, am I? Uh, you always say, in essence, in essence... In essence? Yeah. I didn't say it. Did, have I said, use the word essence today, Chris? No. No, but you always do. When you are quoting when? something, you always say, it's a, in essence, what they're saying is... It, it no, no. If I'm not quoting them directly, I say I'm paraphrasing. You, you know what that means? listen to your show. Of course I do. All right, I gotta go. I have a kind of degree. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty. How come you're not smarter? It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. So many of your favorite artists feel this way, but they're afraid to speak up, and I can't blame them. Look at what they just did. I will never use Twitter again. Sean Rima, nine till eleven.
News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Never thought I'd say these words in my life, but Nicki Minaj is my favorite person this week, as far as the newsmakers. We'll talk some more. It's a Sean Show, hour number two, uh, News Talk 550, KTSA. Also, the Raul Jimenez uh, Radiothon is happening now at KTSC. I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. Um, I just, you know, for, I got to switch gears here, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. The video out of Del Rio is just, oh, my God. It, you know, it, it's we're, we're up to, what, 10,000 people living under that bridge? Uh, the mayor of Del Rio, Mayor Lozano, is, you know, he doesn't know what to do, man. There's like, he said there's like 10,000 people. You see the video, it looks like a city in and of itself. Stephen, Stephen Williford called last week, remember Chris, and then said, uh, he personally was being told at the border that the National Guard were helping about 800 people overnight. Mayor Lozano claims that he warned the administration, uh, Joe Biden, you know, the, he made a call back in February that this was going to happen. And you know what? You know what he also says? He's never received a call. Never received a call from the administration. There's, there's like tens, upwards of 10. And I, what did I hear earlier? That they're expecting altogether, like around sixty or eighty thousand people to come through that area, at current rates of of how many are coming in. These are men, women, and children. Last night they found a couple of uh, little 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 kids stashed in a bush somewhere down there. Uh, one of them was uh, an infant, just abandoned, with a little piece of paper saying what their names are, a baby, left out alone. In a bush. And the mayor of Del Rio can't get a call back? Now, you know, we, we talk all the time about how all this stuff is connected, you know. And uh, I, I I said last hour, why do freaking Democrats always have to cheat to stay in power? Well, this is a part of it. And I've been saying for a long time, you know, because it was, you know, when we when Biden first got into office, one of the first things he did was what? Open the border. Roll back the Trump policies, uh, knowing what would happen, knowing what would happen. Talking about free health care, talking about fast-tracking uh, to citizenship. Uh, we also found out this past week, right, that if this mandate thing goes into play with, uh, you know, 100 uh, employees or or more, you, you got to get that, you, all your people got to be vaccinated or you're going to be fined $14,000 a head. And yet these folks, as I understand, Trace of this earlier, largely they're Haitians, apparently, in Del Rio. Illegals don't have to, they're not, they're not uh, beholden to be, uh, they don't have to be vaccinated. In fact, many of them aren't. Many of them, uh, I think about 30% of them refuse to get vaccinated. They're not a part of it. They just get to roll on into this country. <laughs> no vaccine. We don't even check them and see if they got COVID, because if you know they got COVID, then you gotta ta- you got to take care of them. And I personally think, and I, I back in the day I was saying this when this first happened, that, well, let's see. 
First off, the COVID numbers in Texas were leveling off, right? That's why Abbott was uh, opening up the border or opening up business again and rolling, you know, rolling back some of these mandates or banning them out, right? Well, uh, you know, uh, they, they don't like Greg Abbott and they don't like Texas. Texas went to Trump uh, in this past election cycle, despite uh, the cheat. And so I was thinking, well, you know, and, and Trey said it too, that, uh, well, they're trying to roll in voters, future voters, that they could fast track into citizenship. Or hell, maybe they don't even need to be a citizen. Uh, and you also uh, are rolling, you're your importing COVID. Importing COVID into Texas. Folks have come here. We have no idea how many. So, you know, and, and again, when you, you, can't, you hear all this stuff about mandates and get the vaccine and you're killing people if you're unvaxxed and blah, blah, blah. Nobody ever says anything about the border. The president doesn't say anything about it. Whenever our own mayor goes off on masks and vaccines, he doesn't say anything about it. Because it's fairly, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a scientist, okay? I'm not a scientist who does science. But even I know that, well, if you were really concerned about COVID, you would close the border. Would you not? Oh, that's right. If you do that, you're xenophobic, right? Because Trump was a racist for doing that, for closing the border with China and Europe. So, you know, we, 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 we have, it's, 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 it's mind-boggling how many things we have going on simultaneously right now, whether you're talking about uh, all of these uh, Americans and our allies who are who are being held hostage. Let's say the word, the H word. Trey started saying it on Wearing Rima, so I'm, I'm putting it out there, too. They're being held hostage uh, in, uh, in Afghanistan, and women and girls are being brutalized. Well, lots of people are being brutalized, getting their freaking heads cut off. Uh, we got this border issue, which is not stopped. We didn't talk about it for a few weeks, but it hasn't gone anywhere. It's just as bad. And, uh, again, all of this stuff rests solely on the shoulders of Joe Biden and whoever the hell else is running this country. Because he, could, he couldn't remember the, the the president of Australia's name, right? Fella down under. <laughs> that fella, so you know, I, 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 we, the border is open. We, I don't know how you stem the tide of this at this point. You know, again, got upwards of ten thousand people. I've driven through towns in this state, you know, when coming back and forth from Corpus or out there in West Texas or whatever, where there aren't ten thousand citizens in that town. Some small towns, you've got ten thousand people living under a bridge. And we don't even know how many of them are, are COVID positive, right? It's madness. We're just giving the farm away, man. We're just giving the whole damn country away. And I don't mean to be negative. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here. Not trying to be a bummer. We'll talk about some funny crap before the whole damn thing's over. We got Rudy J coming over uh, from ESPN for his daily visit. That's always fun. We're going to talk about vapor rub. <laughs> But yeah, and and that's why sometimes on this show, especially, I I try to take a break from all the freaking awfulness. You know, you got it. You got to come up for air, man. Because these are strange and dark times we're in, and I don't know where it's all going to shake out. I really, I really don't know how this is all going to shake out. Some of the you know blank Biden stuff is kind of giving me hope. 
Nicki Minaj. Oddly, Nicki Minaj is giving me hope. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. But uh, these are, yeah, again, because he also had the cancel culture rocking and rolling. Oh, did you know that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is very talented and she's bold because she took such a risk wearing that tax the rich gown at the Metropolitan the other night? That's the spin on her. She's bold and edgy. She's there for the. She went to that thirty thousand dollar a plate thing for the people, man, to get a p to get a message from the people to all those rich pukes. Isn't she talented? Somebody on CNN was calling her talented. Talented at what? Because <laughs> Chris, she sure as hell can't dance. I, I know I can't dance either. I've seen AOC dance on a couple of occasions, a couple of occasions, and man, she can't she can't dance either. She ain't got no funk. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. It's 21 minutes after 10. I'm Sean. Damn, I love Vapor Rub. Um, 210599. <laughs> Vapor Rub's in the news. Uh, well, it is because a woman. Uh, I think in Washington State. I don't know. The whole show's coming out of Washington State. Maybe it was. I don't remember. Who cares? On Twitter, she she took you know posted a picture of a jar of vapor rub. Don't you just love saying the word vapor rub? And uh, the the vapor rub was from 1987. It was it was her mom had given it to her. It was the vapor rub that she used to put on her when she was a little kid. And her son got sick, not with the COVID. Now toss that in there, don't you? Kid just had a cold, and so she used the thirty what thirty odd year old, old jar. The expiration date was eighty seven, right, Chris? And she put that old ass vapor rub on a child, and, and you know what? The kid got better. And Vicks put out a statement. <laughs> Vicks put out a statement saying, "You probably want to use some fresher vapor rub." I'm sorry, vapo rub. And on Ware and Rima, this led to a discussion because people, it's kind of like whether you're a McCartney person or a Lennon person, right? You're a baseball or a football person. There are people who are pro-vapor-rub, and there are people who are anti-vapor-rub. Like Don Morgan is anti-vapor-rub, our news guy. He, he doesn't like vapor-rub. He thinks it smells bad. He's got, he's got, he's got vapor-rub issues. He has latent vapor-rub angst. And yet, I'm the other type, man. I love, Chris, I love, I love Vapor Rub, man. I slather it all over, man. I love Vapor Rub. In my house, Vapor Rub can cure anything. <laughs> it's kind of how we, but I, I don't do this so much anymore because I'm married now. My wife's right over there, you know, when I'm sleeping, you know. But like, when I was a single man, man, I, I always had a job Vapor Rub right next to my bed. What are you looking at me for, Chris? I used to put it in a little bit in my nose because back then also I was smoking like nine packs of cigarettes a day, right? So just, you know, trying to sleep and breathe was always kind of a difficult thing for me. I put a little vapor rub up my schnoz. Put a little vapor rub on my neck. I, I love the smell of vapor rub. Makes sense when you're showering every other month. Hey, it dries. I'm just, <laughs> vapor rub wears off, man. 
I'm just saying I'm a big old vapor rub fan, and I know that sounds kind of weird, but I'm just I just like to share with my audience. My wife says that I need to share more of my personal life on 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 the radio to connect with my audience, and I'm just telling you people that old Uncle Sean he loves the vapor rub. How does that make you feel? Taking your calls two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, <laughs> just stared at me with his mouth open, like, "What are you talking about?" It's it's a news story, man. I don't want to. I but you know the I don't, the thing also about the the thirty five year old jar of vapor rub. You know that's a generational thing. We were also talking about that earlier. Like you look at my old man's, you know, medicine cabinet when he was in his eighties, and you might find a can of uh, you know shaving cream from nineteen seventy eight. Do you know what I mean? Like the Depression era people, they didn't let, they didn't give nothing up, man. You'd find medicine bottles in my old man's medicine cabinet that was so damn old. You know, like when a medicine bottle gets so stinking old, it gets that brown crust on it, you know, and the label fades. He had what? He had some of that septic stuff that old guys used to use when they'd cut themselves shaving. Styptic. Styptic. Steptic. Septic. Did I say septic? I would not use anything septic. Yeah, that's pro- not, probably not good to use a septic pen on an open wound. But you sip styptic? Styptic pencil. Styptic pencil. He had some of that crap from like 1978 that was still there. It still worked, too, because I used to use it every now and again. It stings. It stings. Well, But it doesn't soothe like the, the vapor rub. The expression, Dale, has more of a suggestion. <laughs> I was talking to Rudy J on the ESPN a little while, a little while ago. He said, we're talking about the vapor rub. He goes, well, it's not milk, man. It's not like it's it's going to go bad. What is vapor rub? It's petroleum jelly with like some menthol crap in it. Stuff will probably outlast the pyramids, man. I mean, that's just when the potency potency starts to decrease. But Well, that's why you got to use more. That's why, I, you know, and plus you build up a tolerance to your vapor. You get vapor rub tolerant. And so, like, i got to use a lot of vapor rub now after a lifelong Life year, years and years spent abusing vapor rub, so you know it takes a lot of vapor rub to to get my nostrils clear. Over time, it becomes impotent. <laughs> oh God, what a show! Two one zero five. I got people hanging on. I want to talk about breastfeeding. Oh, world's going to hell, and you people have been hanging on for forty minutes to talk about breastfeeding, and there are two guys. Ugh. One guy sent me an email. A dude sent me an email. Oh, and I messed up the guy who's who donated. It's Ronald uh, who donated to the Raul Jimenez uh, at KTSA.com. Thank you, Ronald. But another dude, I'll check my email. Another dude sent me an email. You know, Sean, when I go into a restaurant, most ladies who are breastfeeding, they put a cover over it so you can't even see the breast. And I'm already like, you're already looking too much, man. You're already creeping me out. Because you know, right? Because you check. From this angle and that angle. And... <laughs> I'm over here. I, I go to the corner of the restaurant, still can't see the breast, Sean. Even from under the table. Even from under the table with my zoom lens. It's beautiful and natural, Sean. Oh, God. Here's Sam. Who, who'd have thunk this would be the, the, change, the winning I'm topic? Gonna it up. I'm going to change it up. I, I've got a millionaire idea for you. Okay. 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 Make a T-shirt, and I want one percent. I love vapor rub. I love vapor rub. All right, thanks for the call. I love vapor rub. I love vapor rub. I rub it on my knees. 
You could put it on your feet. Have you ever put vapor rub on, on your feet? On the bottom of your feet. On the bottoms of your feet. It, 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 it detoxifies you. That's new to you. Well, my wife told me about it. Why is that not new around here? You put vapor rub on your feet. <laughs> Katie Barber's over there. That's the first time on the Sean show. She's like, what in the hell is this? You put the vapor rub on your It puts the vapor rub on its feet or it gets the hose again. You put the vapor rub on your feet, then you put socks over it, right? And the vapor rub, apparently, according to old tradition, <laughs> it sucks the toxins out of you, throughout, out, of you, out of the soles of your feet. And it helps you style your toe hair, too. Oh, God. It's to- also, it's toe hair product and it's an de- uh, antioxidant. It's Vapor Rub, the miracle drug. You like Vapor Rub too? Is it like how Windex? Uh, Windex is, is a- yeah. <laughs> clean anything with Windex. <laughs> I've never put Windex on the bottoms of my feet, though. I wonder what that does. It's like from uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, the, it's the cure all. They used it to cure. Windex, that's right. Windex just cleans anything, and Vapor Rub cures everything. Wouldn't it be funny, though? Wouldn't it be just. Ridiculous if Vapor Rub, in fact, did cure COVID. And the answer was right there in front of us the whole time, and we never knew. It's like, you know, Slim Whitman kills all the Martians and Mars attacks. The remedy was right there in front of us the whole time. Vapor Rub cures COVID. Okay, let's take a break. 210-599-5555. What if marbles would never <laughs> We'll talk about Nikki when we get back. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA. FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's 1040. What a day, huh? What a day. Nikki Minaj, man. She's off Twitter. She's not doing Twitter anymore. Because she says that they put her in Twitter jail, y'all. But, uh... Twitter says they did. I don't know. I don't care either way. But she's, you know, she's really, you know, uh, uh, touched on something here. Uh, and it's not just how Democrats feel about black people in general. Okay. It, it's how, you know, Democrats, and I call them the, mor- the moron crowd quite often, you know, because th- th- there's a lot of folks who just, if a Democrat says it, man, that's all that matters. And so she tweets about this whole thing with the vaccine and the Metropolitan, the gala she was supposed to go to, but she wasn't vaxxed. And she's, you know, just merely said she was still looking into it. She had a family family member get sick after they got vaxxed <laughs> in a really hard way. And uh, uh, and so she was still investigating the vaccine. And so she, she encouraged people to make up their own minds about it. Well, that's a bozo no-no. She started getting called out from the pukes on the left about this thing, including Joy Reid, who's an idiot. And But she did tweet, uh, and I guess this is what got her kicked off, I don't know, but she tweets, I can't speak to, agree with, even look at someone from a particular political party. People aren't human anymore if you're black and a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your... You simply have to. If another party tells you to look out for that bus, stand there and get hit. And that, in a nutshell, and I, you know, I, I don't know anything about Nicki Minaj. I've never followed her. 
I've always kind of made fun of her, to be perfectly honest with you, on this show or any show I do. But she nailed it, man. That's exactly it. If a Democrat, if you're black and a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your butt, you simply have to. Don't think. there's Because certainly there's nothing racist in that, right? Certainly there's nothing racist in thinking that you got to tell black people how to vote. Not just like there's nothing racist in saying a black person can't come up with a photo ID to vote. It's inherently racist. It's deeply racist, man. But, you know, uh, if you if you look at it from the other perspective, though, if you told a Democrat, if the right Democrat told other Democrats to shove marbles up their butt, they'd do it. And so now that's become our little, you know, liberal puke metaphor here on the show. Because I was saying earlier, you know, Fauci came out, right, Chris? The vaccines are not 100% effective, but we have discovered that putting marbles up your butt can greatly reduce your chances of getting COVID. And people would, people would be putting marbles up their butt, man. Democrats would be putting marbles up their butts. They'd have little, you know, Facebook profile, you know, borders. I got marbles in my butt. We can do this. You know what I mean, right, Chris? Well, just... An empty bag of marbles and a red face. You know how they put the damn mask on? Just put the marbles up your butt. (laughs) You're killing people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, that's how idiotic they. I'm sorry, that's how stupid y'all are sometimes. You really, I'm being totally honest with you, man. Tell COVID to shove it. Like, you can't play Austin City Limits if you don't have marbles up your butt. You know, I mean, that's how it would get. You know, I mean, people would. They, if the right Democrats were saying it, if Fauci were saying it, if the CDC were saying put marbles up your butt, you know, you know they would do it. <laughs> oh, my God. What is it with you people holding on? Gennaro has been on hold for an hour, wants to talk about breastfeeding. Now I got Elvis on the line. He wants to talk about what is with you people. Haven't can't you see we've moved on to marbles up your butt? We can do this. Oh, and Rolling Stone sucks. I'll explain why that. You know, not that you didn't know that. I'm just I I'm I I'm, I can't do any more breastfeeding calls, dudes. I just can't, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry you held on for so long. But you know, no, I can't. I just I can't, man. Two zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, let's take a little breaky, breaky, breaky. It's Sean on Who's Talk five fifty KTSa. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. And then we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSa. I'm Sean. Uh, I'm tired, man. This show's, this show's worn me down, man. I'm glad I didn't defibrillate. Defibrillate. Well, Rolling Stone has been a piece of crap magazine for a long time. I mean, I I, I had a subscription back in the 80s that lasted a year, and, you know, it just it started going downhill way back in the 80s. I mean, it just it, it had its moment in the sun in, in the 60s, late 60s, and the 70s, and then it just uh, it just became so full of liberal bias bullcrap. You know, it's just, it's pointless. 
But one of the iconic aspects of, of Rolling Stone has always been their top 500 greatest songs of all time. They haven't updated it in 17 years, and they just decided to update it. And uh, let's see. It, before they updated it, uh, let's see. Like a like a Ro- Rolling Stone was number one. I can't get no satisfaction by the Stones. Number two, Lennon's Imagine. Number three, Marvin Gaye. Uh, what's going on? Number four, and Aretha Franklin. Respect. Number five. The new list. The top five are Aretha Franklin. Respect. Public Enemy. Fight the power. Sam Cooke, a change is going to come. Bob, then they get to Bob Dylan like a Rolling Stone. And Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, number five. Now, I, I'm a huge Nirvana fan, obviously. But I, I don't know that I mean, it's a great song. I don't know if it deserves to be in the top five of the greatest songs of all time. But I'm more. it's more the, it's the other ones that are kind of like, Public Enemy, Fight the Power? A change is going to come by Sam Cooke? And respect is the number one song of all time, greatest song of all time, according to Rolling Stone now. I, you know, and, and, and I don't know, my initial reaction when I heard this, uh, and I heard it driving in this morning, is that, you know, it's, it's woke, man. <laughs> the list is now woke. It's now woke. Everything's going to be political now, you know, and politics just poisons everything, man. You're telling me not one Beatles song is in the top five of the greatest songs of all time. I mean, it's just, no, the Rolling Stone, no, come on, man. I'm so sick of it. (laughs) I hate everything. I do. I'm just so sick of it all, man. I'm sick of this woke crap. What hasn't it? What hasn't politics ruined recently? You know what I'm saying, Chris? You know what I mean? What, what hasn't it? It ruins movies. It ruins TV shows. It ruins music. Ruins people. <laughs> it's ruined comedy. The Video Music Awards, despite the allure of Madonna's 63-year-old butt. Uh, <laughs> It was the lowest-rated VMAs, I think, in the history of the VMA. Like, all these award shows where it's just woke crap preaching and, you know, they're, 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 they're sports. What is ruined sports? Football, right? Basketball? Ugh. I'm so sorry about <laughs> I am, man. I'm just sick of it all. 210-599-5555. I guess we should talk to Elvis or Richard. Richard or Elvis. 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 Hey, okay. uh, the liberal woman that uh, you kind of put her in a place, once you started questioning her about it, it's all about you, it's all about you, she folded like wet cardboard, <laughs> like they all do. Well, uh, well, yeah, then, it, oh, the breastfeeding woman, yeah. Then it was, it's well, you don't have a point. And then she starts claiming stuff that wasn't true, and, you know. It was fun. I mean, sure. We could all pick our nose at dinner, but it's called manners, lady. Manners. That's That's right. I appreciate the call, Elvis. Manners. Oh, you know what? I forgot, too, because men can breastfeed now, too, Chris. I forgot to throw that in there. 
Well, manners are bad. It has man in it. It's manners are bad. It says man. That's patriarchal. They call peoplers. It's toxic. It's peoplers. No, I'd feel the same way if I saw a dude with one out, you know, for us breastfeeding a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whenever I see you, I say, hey, put it away. Hey. Hey, I'm getting old. All right. Here's Richard. Hey, Gravity, man. What? Hey, Richard, how you doing, man? The best show you've had all week. Love it. No, I'm glad uh, you're enjoying it. And I don't want to talk about her. Marbles, I need more specifics. Are we talking about cat's eyes, Aggies, Steelies? Oh, God. Giant shooters. You know? Oh, God, shooters. No. No. The, re- the reason I seek the information is my brother, the big demon crack, I'm thinking about going down to the Walmart to the toy aisle and buying a bag of marbles and sending them to him anonymously. <laughs> Nicki Minaj does not know the fire she is, the comedic fire she has lit with this. Because oh, I, I think she was talking about how de- she was talking about how Democrats treat black people, or how they expect black people to behave. But I, I've just expanded the whole marble thing to all liberal idiots. You know what I mean? If you told, if the right person told them to do that, they'd do it. That's what I mean. I know one, by the way. So I, I, maybe I'll send him whatever. Is it cat size? Is that? What I don't know, about? man. I don't know. Send him a variety. <laughs> <laughs> Choice, man. That's what liberty's based on. That's right. Variety is the spice of life. I All right. Great that, ideas, thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the call. People are going to start playing marbles again. Oh, God. Fights climate change, champ. We have to fight climate change by putting marbles up our butt. You can have an advantage if you're lactose intolerant. That's why I said to this, this fellow down under here with the funny accent. So I'm saying, like, President Dundee over here. <laughs> That's not a knife. So start. So put the marbles up your butt. We can do this if we all come together, except for the people we left behind in Afghanistan. God, man. I do. Sometimes I do. I think I'm in some kind of weird ass. I'm actually in some kind of alien experiment. I know I say that a lot. I wish I was. You know how things are crummy when you wish you were actually just in some sort of alien mind experiment. Because I wake up from that crap, right? Oh, thank God. Aliens are, it's, it's just aliens put, doing experiments on me. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. I thought I was in some real trouble. <laughs> hey, do y'all have vapor rub? Yeah, guys. Hey, you guys, you guys got any vapor rub up here? Cause that probe. Anyway, I'm just saying, man. Well, I saw, I saw a light in the sky or fire in the sky. You remember that movie? Oh, God. <laughs> Think about that. I would prefer that crap. <laughs> I would prefer melty saran wrap holding my ass to an alien table while they conduct experiments on me. <laughs> What's going on on planet Earth right now? I want to go up in space like these other uh, people, these non-astronauts, man. Get me off this rock, man. There's no intelligent life forms down here. Oddly, except for Nicki Minaj. All right. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, uh, and uh, Don Morgan and uh, Katie Barber. Thanks for s- s- stopping by. And my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.